0: I was going to page the building, but just to let everybody in this building know that uh, the conflicting aromas, somebody cooked breakfast this morning or warmed up breakfast and made the studio or made the building downstairs smell really good, Yum. <laughs> which means you won't be able to tell the difference between whatever that was that you don't get to eat and Sean McManus who brought in, oh man, this is, is it white bean soup? Yeah, white white bean uh white bean bisque. Yep. Oh, bisque with sage. Oh man. A little feta cheese. It is absolutely delicious. So anybody that's upstairs or around, I, I tried to I tried to uh, page the building and the pager didn't kick in, so I'll try again later. If you're listening and you're hungry, white bean soup to share in the W I Z M studio. It's really good. My guest on Cooley Region Cooks, Chef And uh, owner, operator, chief bottle washer from Savory Creations. I know it feels like that (laughs) sometimes. That's the truth. (laughs) How am I going to do all the dishes too? I'm going to start doing recipes where there's only one dish and not a lot of clean. I don't know. Chef Sean McManus. Good morning. Thanks very much. Good morning. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Doing well. Doing well. You had a class yeah. yesterday at TC?
1: Did. Yeah. What were you teaching them? Did tamales.
0: Yeah. Really? So
1: it was homemade tamales. or did pork tamales. And we also had a vegetarian option for that. And it awesome. was uh, some families. So we had about 10 in attendance there. And Was uh, it
0: a class they were learning or you were just feeding?
1: 100% hands-on.
0: Really? Yep, hands-on nice. learning. Oh, cool. And families, yeah. like mom, dad, and kids all taking the class together?
1: Uh, that kind there, of thing? Yeah, there was there was no fathers in the house. Oh. I, I think it's a it's part of a program that the school's offering. It's it's fairly new, so I can't really release too much information. Um, but um yeah, there there was definitely some kids running around and uh, cool. and everyone was having fun and it was hands on and yeah, so it was fun. We had a little awesome. salsa bar with it
0: as well. Oh man, you're killing me. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, that was delicious. Uh, and thank you very much for bringing soup in. Sometimes I want to share with everybody and sometimes I think I hope no one else, because I'll eat the rest of the soup. No problem. <laughs> this soup is really good. So how goes it? You're doing classes all the time, all over the place. I mean, you do a bunch of travel, and so you're out of town.
1: Yeah, I'm currently living in Chippewa Falls. I still have my clients in Lacrosse, on Alaska area, so I, I come back and forth. Um, I still have family here, so I am I frequent here as well.
0: So are you, spending, are you sleeping over last night in town and headed back to Chippewa after at 11 o'clock-ish this morning, or what do you... Yeah, yeah, that's Thanks. exactly wow. it.
1: Yeah, so last you night... snowstorm down here then, didn't you? I did. Yep. Yeah, it was clear coming in. Um, I, I have a friend, the, the person who actually took my old townhouse, who's renting my townhouse, mm-hmm. I had actually slept uh, on a blow-up mattress at oh, her place last oh, that's night. That's cool. Which worked out great. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was good to catch up, and uh, yeah, and, and I love cool. the area, so it, it's always fun whenever I get an excuse to
0: come to the area. That's Well, I'm, I'm really glad that you'll be coming, uh, that the excuse is us uh, Cooley Region Cooks and uh, the cooking class at the uh, Black River Beach Community. Yes,
1: very center excited first. for that. Oh, man, me too. Yeah, we exciting. got a good lineup of food for that, and uh, and I got a little surprise for you. I I, I got a little bit of the preparation um, for one of the dishes, and I'm probably going to end up having you come up there and oh. help me with a few things. I, I need a sous chef on this no, one. <laughs> no, no, I'd, I'd be happy to help.
0: A couple of people have asked because the, the, there's a picture on Facebook of just me. And it says, join Mike for the cooking school. And a couple of people said, are you doing the cooking? No, no, no. Chef Sean, he's doing the cooking. I'll be doing some dishes or, you know, I'll be keeping people away from the table before it's time to eat the <laughs> recipe. Because that's always the problem. Well, these, re- these ingredients are delicious. I'll just eat these separately. <laughs> no, Righty. you'll be doing the cooking this
1: well, time. Okay. Uh, I, I, I kind of need a sous chef on this one. And, Happy to uh, help. And, and you're the man for the job, I think.
0: Looking forward <laughs> hey, to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. fun. So that's good. And and uh, I know, th- I I try to help people understand, and I do that on this program all the time, because I am the perfect example of, I don't like zucchini. Really? Have you ever had one of these? Nope. Well, have a bite of this, and then, oh my God, stuffed baby zucchinis, uh, you know, Mediterranean style. I will forever thank uh, uh, Atala Hindele for bringing in, uh, when he was a guest once, uh, just before Mediterranean Fest, he brought in... Little baby stuffed zucchinis with, I don't know what, lamb and stuff. Mm, It sounds yummy. They were delicious. (laughs) They were OMG delicious. So I can't say I don't like zucchini anymore because he proved me wrong. Still haven't found a tofu recipe. I was laughing about that yesterday (laughs) because I'm going back to Vietnam in December, and and tofu is on the menu uh, in Vietnam, and I thought, well, I wonder if Vietnamese tofu is any different than American tofu. Yeah. Yeah. I'd wonder the same. Nope. (laughs) No, it's It's not. not. (laughs) Different seasoning. I still didn't like it. Uh, But I am. And and, uh, uh, cucumbers the same way. I like cucumbers baked into bread and, you know, stuff. But if you put a slice of cucumber and have it with tomatoes and seasoning on a plate, no. I'm just. I haven't found a cucumber that I like. Sure. Keep trying. Keep trying. Yeah. Keep trying. And that's that's the the main thing. Yeah. Well, in one of those categories is sweet potatoes. People like. You know, sweet potatoes, they're kind of a weird-tasting potato. I know. And if you just had a pile of sweet potato on your plate and you don't like sweet potato, you can't put enough butter and salt on that sweet potato to make it taste like something else. But if it's sweet potato, well, and in your case, the sweet potato porchetta it's an appetizer. And sweet potato and pork and a bunch of seasonings and preparation makes it taste not like sweet potato. That's just one of the ingredients. And I hear... So many people say, yeah, I don't like onions, but, man, the onions, they just disappear. No, they just add to the overall flavor of the ingredients. So when people say, sweet potato pork, bites, bites, yeah, I don't really like sweet potato. Well, cut that out. You know, I don't like zucchini either <laughs> unless it's prepared like this, and then it's awesome. Same deal with sweet potatoes.
1: Oh, completely. You're right. And, and I look at it as it complements the star of the show. So we like the sweet potatoes and our particular recipe for our cooking show – um, I have a Yukon potato that I'm folding into a sweet potato to make like a mash. Mm. Um, and also in the circumstance of the soup, um, a lot of people don't like large amounts of sage in their food. Like, oh, I don't I don't eat this because right, it has right. sage in it. Or sure, sure, It just overpowers it. The sage no, in the soup it recipe, doesn't. it actually just kind of complements it. It does not. You're absolutely right. So it's like give it a shot just because it, it may say on the menu that it contains sage and you've always maybe disliked sage. If
0: you're, oh, well, and I hear that a lot. Mexican people, Mexican food, say, oh, yeah, cilantro, not really one of my favorites. Well, you can't eliminate it. You just, if you're putting it in yourself, then just add a little less. But if you leave it out and then taste the thing and say, well, <laughs> hey, hey said so, this is going to be great, and it's not. Did you make it just the way the recipe called for? No, because I don't like garlic, and I don't like cilantro, and I'm not a big fan of chorizo, so no. I just used hamburger and ketchup and, you know, that. <laughs> it just tastes like hamburger and ketchup. It's missing something. Yeah, well, yeah. you missed all the ingredients. <laughs> yeah. You know, you yeah. got to make it exactly the way the recipe calls and then adjust it after that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, you when you go to a restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant and have the regular salsa, maybe you're not a fan of cilantro or it tastes like soap or dirt to you or whatever it may be. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't put it in that, say, that house salsa, just the one you get with your chips, Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to say something like, wow, there's something missing. Right. You know?
0: This doesn't taste like the regular salsa. Oh, what's the that. cilantro? Right. you got to mix it all <laughs> together, and then that's what makes it taste so good. Yeah. Same deal with queso and all kinds of, especially uh, foods, Mexican foods, I guess, because I'm thinking about it, that have a lot of ingredients. If you leave any of those ingredients out, you will change the flavor profile dramatically in some cases
1: a hundred percent i'm guessing yeah. this white
0: bean soup with no sage would be okay not delicious right like it is yeah
1: yep that sage in this um really gives it that nice pop yeah comes in right at the end and it's not really the star of the show it just complements it
0: yeah it's just part of the show yeah and it would be noticeable if it wasn't included
1: exactly same deal with
0: feta cheese oh you know what else i learned last week or two weeks ago uh, I was having lunch at Sula's, It's a uh, the Greek restaurant. Oh, downtown. sure, yeah, yeah. Have you ever tasted side by side feta that you can buy in America and Greek feta? I don't believe so. No. Oh, I'm telling you, I am telling you.
1: The Day and night,
0: huh? Oh, absolutely. That's like you know a really good bottle of champagne and not. Uh, I can't think of the, that's skim milk and whole cream and and heavy cream. Okay. <laughs> the difference was that, you know, so dramatic. Greek feta makes regular, I don't know, American feta, embarrassingly bad.
1: <laughs> i have to try and next, that. You have to try that, and I don't know where else.
0: I know that he sells it in the restaurant, uh, and I so I don't know if you can get it at the co-op or over at Woodman's or, or a Hy-Vee, but uh, the next time you're looking to buy feta, look to see if you can find Greek feta. Okay, will because, do. Because, wow, is it different.
1: Or, or I can go visit Greg then. Or visit Greg, <laughs> and yeah. see how he's doing. Absolutely, yeah. Greg yeah. and Robbie, yeah, they do. Agree. That's awesome.
0: Oh yeah, and so and, because I feta is part of this soup, and uh, a Greek feta would change the flavor once again, and it's not painfully expensive, so.
1: Know. Yeah, and, and that's another thing where you know consumers are going to look at it and go, well, you know, I could get this feta or I could go with the Greek for $3 more. How much better really is it? And and, and it's like, you know, if you do have that budget one time, go ahead and, and, and try it. right? And, and that's how I do with the, some of the more expensive cheeses. Like, well, I've never had this cheese. Maybe it's a cool color. It looks like it's some flavoring right. components around there. My dad
0: used to say that all the time. Since you're not buying 100 pounds, honey, he called <laughs> me honey. Since you're not buying 100 pounds, honey. Uh, buy the good stuff because you've got six bucks in your pocket, right? Yeah, I got six bucks. Then buy the good stuff. Buy the good Parmigiano-Reggiano or, you know, the cheese, the Greek feta. It's going to cost you $3 more. Do you have three bucks? Well, yeah. Well, then do it because the difference is night and day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Night and day.
0: If and you it is do it, Because yeah. you're not going to feed a football team Yeah, people that are just going to shovel a pile of food down. That would be different. But if you're serving... New Year's Eve dinner, well, even Thanksgiving dinner to discerning tastes at the dinner table. You know, if it's kids, then you're maybe not so uh, concerned about what kind of feta you're going to use. But your boss and his wife and your wife and your mother and father-in-law, you know, they're at the table and you need to impress them a little bit. Use of the good stuff.
1: Totally. And, and that could be an icebreaker conversation. Well, what type of cheese yeah, is this? this is really good. <laughs> it's know? feta. Really? It doesn't
0: taste like feta. I know.
1: <laughs> Where'd you get that? Then the conversation just leads out. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's fun. And we talk about food for hours. Here. <laughs> yeah,
0: all the time. Well, and can't you? Especially when you're eating the really good food. Man, this soup is... Well, tell us. Share this recipe. I see you brought it in. So
1: yeah, fantastic know, recipe here. Sense. Really easy to do. Um, and it has bacon in it. It doesn't have to. Um, you don't have to have uh, the bacon in this recipe, but I'll go ahead and drop the ingredients here. So this soup makes about a quart and a half uh, on yield. And uh, I use I use like a, a strip or two of bacon. Uh, doesn't really matter. Uh, it doesn't you know if it's flavored or if it's thick cut or thin cut, whatever bacon. Uh, we have some olive oil in there. We have some butter, uh, a tablespoon of each. Uh, we have two shallots that are chopped down. And then we have the cannellini beans, or, or any other white bean you can use in here. Okay. Uh, this one uh, has six leaves of fresh sage. They don't have to be the really big leaves. You just any any leaf that you can grab out of there is okay. fine. Okay. Uh it Has some uh, four cloves of garlic, and then three cups of low-sodium chicken broth, or you can go vegetable broth on this one. Uh, half a cup of heavy cream, so it's it's not uh, <laughs> Fortune 500 uh, 500 calories right. or less. Right, I get it.
0: Um, but if you're serving a whole bunch of people, you're only going to end up with one bowl of it anyway. So
1: Yeah, and, and there's a, it's packed with flavor, so it's not like you're doing 12-ounce servings. Yeah. So you don't really need a whole heck of a lot. Um, and then uh, for a little small kick, uh, we got a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, kosher salt in there. And then I made some croutons for garnish. I put a little bit of goat cheese on there and a little bit of pepper. Uh, you, fry, you fry the bacon in a saucepan over medium heat um, until those are done. Uh, about three minutes there. And then add olive oil, butter, and shallots. Saute those until so- soft and translucent. About six minutes on sauteing there. Um, and then go ahead and add your beans, the sage, the garlic. And then bring bring those uh, to a nice boil there. And then uh, transfer everything right to the food processor. Uh, be careful when you do that, especially bringing hot ingredients I was just in there.
0: Say especially since it's hot, because yeah, explode on you.
1: Uh, one of the tricks I do is I don't I don't let it build up. So I don't pour the liquid in there, put the lid on it, and then turn away from it and come back. Because at that point, it's building up all this hot pressure. Right, right. So you, I kind of fan mine off, put the lid on right away, and then I have a towel and I hold it over the top of the food processor lid well, yeah, for leave, safety. Leave
0: the, that center of the food processor, leave that, cl- that plug off. Correct. Towel keeps it from going all over. Not the palm of your hand either, by the way. Not
1: the palm of your hand. I've made that mistake, but I only made that mistake one time. Yeah, exactly. I I shot it to the roof.
0: Well, and I had a big red circle on the palm of my hand for a long time. I felt like I was, you know, one of the Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah, and then and
1: then you have that pain for a couple, three, four days. So. Um, but with that, you, you pulse it. You don't start on high right away. You pulse it and let it get spinning, and then you can yep. go ahead and then turn it up. It sure. Um, and then with the croutons, there, I just made a simple, you know, brown butter with some Italian seasonings, garlic powder, uh, garlic salt, I think, on that onion cool. powder. Real simple. Uh, just crouton. Any crouton what kind of bread recipe did you use? I use baguette for that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, something a little more dense and rustic makes yep. a better crouton, and they and they last longer or they hold up longer, I should say.
0: Sure. Well, and that's interesting because I do that when I don't have enough baguette to serve it for a meal. And I got a little, you know, the baguette, the end of the baguette, that's, I can make three really cheesy slices of garlic toast out of this baguette. Or I can dice the whole thing up and make really delicious croutons and make <laughs> yeah. it seem like I had a lot of bread left over when I didn't. And right. And
1: just really good. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about those rustic breads is um, you don't necessarily have to fry those to make croutons bake those to make croutons you can fry sure. them yeah, just fry. as well F- fry them pull them out and toss them in your butter and your herbs in a wow. bowl you're good to go yes you yeah. are delicious
0: that's good what's it called just white beans uh,
1: yeah you could call it white white bean um uh puree you could call it white bean bisque with
0: sage there you go White you uh, like with sage really really good i'm telling you uh try that one you're gonna like it all right we got a little business to take care of we'll come back and continue with the Chef Sean McManus, who is Savory Creations. See, that's the thing. Scott Robertshaw gave me the uh, thumbs up and the nod and the big smile. And... Ingredients. I know. My kids used to say it all the time. I don't like mushrooms on my pizza. Why? Of the texture. Okay, well, I get that. But if you leave them off, they don't taste like anything. Well, they don't taste a lot like anything when they're all by themselves. But when you add them to other things... Then you end up missing them if you don't add mushrooms to pizza or, in this case, sage to the soup or the feta cheese that just kind of melts in there. Yeah, the the, the feta that was floating on top was delicious. But then you dig down a little bit and realize, oh, man, there's melty feta going yeah. on in there, too. <laughs> That's really tasty.
1: Yeah, glad to like that. You know, Absolutely. what I like about it is it's is, is simple. This is not a rough soup recipe. It's not containing a whole bunch of ingredients a lot of this stuff you already have in the fridge besides the let's yeah. say the sage and and perhaps maybe even the bacon
0: you pretty much you have know, everything doesn't everybody have bacon i would think so <laughs> yeah, you know i don't have fresh sage i have sage it's not fresh i got sage in the but i would go buy some fresh sage it's not cost prohibitive a couple of bucks uh the other ingredients bacon croutons i got a i got a bread that i can make. i got some sourdough Bread, sometimes I use a bun. I have sourdough bun left over, but I only have one. That's uh, going to be croutons, baby. Yep. I only have one sourdough bun. Uh, yeah. So make that into croutons. Delish. Absolutely.
1: Th- and the cannellini beans, you don't necessarily have to use those. Any white bean. Yeah. Um, if you have a navy bean in that, there. I was
0: just going to say, I don't know if I have cannellini, but I definitely have navy beans. Yeah, that would be great in there. Yeah. Yep. It's a good one. That's like rice. Do you have rice or noodles? Yeah, I don't have all the different shaped noodles, but I got tons of pasta. You got any rice? Yeah. I had jasmine rice and brown rice and all all bunch of wild rice. Man, I've I ran into, uh, I wish I could remember the, the manufacturer. I can't. But it's wild rice and white rice and split peas and it's green, split green peas and yellow peas. Are those also... Or bean, yeah, yeah, yeah. or peas, black-eyed peas. No, well, they might be, uh, but it's all in the same mix, and oh man, it's and and uh, you cook it differently, I suppose, because of the the uh, wild rice. Um, put it all in a in a pan, and then put water on top. So the entire package, three and a half cups of water, and if you want to use uh a, uh. You can use soup stock instead of just plain water, that kind of thing. Uh, do that, then turn it on, bring it to a boil. As soon as it starts to boil, turn it down and let it simmer for uh, what did it say, 25 or 30 minutes. So I set the timer for 25 minutes. Come back and it's it's uh it's delicious. It's perfectly flaky and awesome. And I've I've never done it like that where you just let it bring bring it to a boil, then walk away. Start with Put all the I normally bring the water to a boil, then add the rice and so forth to it. But in this case, let it cook slowly. Let it I cook slow, yeah. That's the addition, I suppose, because the wild rice takes a little it, longer. To it's cook. exactly it, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Wild rice is cool in that way that you can just get it going yeah. and come back to it.
0: And, oh, it's flaky and delicious, and I, I tell you, you got to look for that. It comes in a little clear plastic package. Uh, God, I, for the life of me, I can't remember. I would schmooze. The manufacturer of the, that blend, <laughs> if I can think of, I can see it. I can take you to the store and see it's right there on the shelf, because you look for those those containers that they they're. I don't know how much it is. Not a quart, but uh, the large plastic containers sure. of jasmine and and basmati and Tex Mex, and right below them, next to the boxes of rice or the just the bags of plain white rice or long grain or wild rice, is this blend, and it's really really good.
1: Yeah, I know Minnesota has um, a lot of wild rice blends. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those are good too. It's good stuff. Yeah. be uh, lucky did I get the last bowl of soup? Before? Yeah, you did. Yep. Yep. Oh, so I, they, they I feel really <laughs> they bad <jumped> about <laughs> that or not? Uh, uh, thanks. Really, really tasty. Yeah. One of the other things
1: I want to talk about with this recipe um, is not only this is this a soup, but if you add more beans to this and reduce this down, you can have a sauce. So you could have a sauce for scallops. Um, I, in the past, I've omitted the sage and used rosemary in this recipe and added a little, a little bit more beans and pureed those down, uh, reduced it down a little bit more, and, and used it as a really nice um, uh, bean puree oh, for man. a scallop dish. So it's Absolutely. universal in that way. I never fun. even
0: thought of that until you said it. Poured over some uh, roasted potatoes?
1: That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So fun, universal oh, recipe.
0: And a lot of different ways to use it. I'm telling you, boys and girls, you got to try this because you'll really, really like it. All right, I got to check with the guys in the newsroom so that they can finish their job and then come over and find out. Oh man, I'm late. And <laughs> you, can't, you can't come late to this buffet table. Cooley Region Cooks Chef Sean McManus's Savory Creations. Cooking show, to her in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's right. We were just talking about tickets to events and how you buy them and so forth, and and laughing about the fact that uh, sometimes what you saw Taylor Swift tickets front row, blah blah blah, blah seats for Twenty two
1: thousand, Yeah, that's just that's just crazy.
0: Yeah, but well, I, I watched the president. I got to say this because it made me laugh. Literally, right out loud, sitting in front of my computer, all by myself, in a room with no one else around. And I listened to this little video thing and laughed right out loud because he's talking to some people who are concerned about being able to keep electricity, uh, keep their houses warm and so forth, in a storm. And he said, well, you know, generators are are, uh, expensive and they're hard to get when you know that there's going to be a big storm. The really fun thing is the new pickup trucks that you can get now... You can t- bring your pickup truck up close to the house and plug your pickup truck into your house and it will run all the electricity in your house. And everybody everybody in the audience is like, oh, yeah. he! I'm not kidding. That's true. That's, that's crazy. Cool, isn't it? That's pretty cool. The caption was, yeah, that's the president of the United States suggesting that everyone go buy a $66,000 electric pickup truck to run your house electricity in case there's a tornado or a you know a hurricane <laughs> or something. Yeah. When a when a regular generator is three hundred and fifty bucks, and you can just put it in the backyard. Right,
1: right. The the few percent oh, yeah, that could afford.
0: And run your house.
1: <laughs> to even think about that as yeah. a backup.
0: <laughs>
1: crazy, crazy. But uh, uh,
0: so uh, tickets, tickets tickets are easy to get for our show. Right. they're so. Thirty dollars a pop, and uh, although they would sell out, I I can't imagine because I know. I don't want the Black River Beach Community Center jammed. It won't be. But uh, you know, we try to keep it 30 people-ish. Yeah. Yep. So if there's 35 in, or you know, 27, that that works because then you get to be hands-on and, and interact with everybody that's in the audience. People, you put your hand up and have a question or come up and watch something being done. Specific and then conversation afterwards, Q and A's afterwards works really well for thirty for thirty dollars. It really does, people. yeah. And yeah. Uh, all those and those people, I know some of you that are a little bit older, and I'm a little bit older, uh, but I don't have the same fear that others have of swiping a card and losing your identity uh, to the internet. And I get that you're concerned about uh, about uh, uh, buying tickets to our event online. And being scammed and having all your money disappear into the internet, and and I get that. On the other hand, if you ever go to any event, whether it's Taylor Swift or the cooking show or a Packer game or a Brewer game or any concert or any big venue thing, you don't bring cash because they don't accept cash. Right, card, it's a card over, yeah. And the you swipe your card through that machine at a Packer game is exactly like typing in your number on a computer it's exactly the same because the 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 information goes to the same clearinghouse it's just you're typing it in in one end or swiping the card on the other end but it ends up in the same place not being stolen because they are secure and you're at a packer game or you're you know Cooley region cooks is not a place where hackers are going to try and steal your 30 bucks <laughs> it's just not it's a secure it's it's totally secure so and and you know radiostuffstore.com has been in operation for over a decade and hasn't had a single problem. So, so don't worry,
1: you, folks. You yes. can you can get on there and, and get Be your tickets not for the show.
0: Afraid to buy a ticket for you and uh, and your partner and uh, for sixty bucks? I guarantee. You will have a really good time.
1: It's going to be a blast. Then um, we had the last Hawaiian class, and uh, I, I think the folks really had a good time. We, we had a good-sized buffet oh, as I well. We, we say samples, but it, it's really a buffet, so yeah, right. be yeah. prepared to eat some food.
0: It's a lot of samples. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sample on a big plate, so you're not going to have just one bite. Because I guarantee, the other thing I can guarantee is you're going to have a bite of that, that sweet potato pork. At a bite and say, you know, Hayes is right, damn it. I knew that I was not going to like this, and I was wrong. <laughs> this is really good. I'll have some more.
1: Yeah, got a great menu lineup for that there. Right, um, the sweet
0: potato pork out bites and something I can't remember and a pumpkin trifle.
1: Pumpkin trifles on there and, uh, yeah, what was the second one? <laughs> I apologize for not having no, it in no, front of me. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. We have to, we have to look, at our, look at our menus uh, on wisdom.
0: I don't. Well, I don't have the. I have the information on a piece of paper, which is now in my office.
1: Yeah, the pumpkin trifle, and then we have the porchetta, uh, sweet potato bite. Uh, that one has uh, caramelized onion marmalade.
0: Um, oh, I look. As soon as you a uh, baked brie on croute.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we have. Yeah, that's going to be like the hors d'oeuvre or the appetizer that'd right. be on the buffet as well. So we have. Well, uh, you
0: know what? A lot of people. I did the same thing. I've I've made baked brie on croute, but then you topped it with something I've never made before.
1: Yeah, I believe it's a raspberry coolie. I believe it is. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that's going to be a really good one. Caramel right. caramelized nuts but on there it's as also well. Also
0: really really tasty. Because you're thinking nuts and cheese, what? Yeah, you have nuts and cheese and berries all mixed up together in your mouth. Absolutely delicious.
1: Goodness, yeah, it's going to be great. And
0: when it's baked, it's all warm and gooey and and it's really good. You gotta 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 try it. So great fun holiday menu. And December first. Be there and of course. We'll have the uh, ugly sweater contest because everybody's got an ugly Christmas sweater and most of the time you're only able to wear it once a year to your holiday party for your office or your family holiday party. They've already seen that stupid ugly sweater and so here you get a chance to show off that stupid ugly sweater to a whole group of new people to moan and groan and you might take home a prize.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that's going to be fun, okay. too.
0: And that I got mine rate, ready. You, yeah, me too. Your bragging rights for anybody who says, look, honey, you said my sweater was ugly. Yeah, you're right. It was so ugly, I won a prize. Want me to take you to dinner with my prize, or should I just go with somebody else? Yeah, too I'll funny. I'll go with you as long as you're not wearing the sweater. We got a bunch of prizes. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. December 1st, RadioStuffStore.com. Uh, get your tickets, because I'm telling you. That will be a time everyone will be talking about, except you, if you're not there. It's going to be good times. All right. What else we got? Did you bring another recipe? Um, I sent you over a few recipes.
1: Um, I I, didn't print them out. No, you don't don't have. You uh, didn't bring them with you. No, I I, I emailed uh, them over. So we did. We did the soup, and then you know, I started thinking. One thing you don't really see a lot of, or at least you don't play too much, you kind of go back to your old favorites. Is holiday dips? Different dips you can do. Um, to kind of get the party started, you, you get family coming over, and maybe it's the, the third cousin you haven't seen in five six years, and, uh, and get over there on the dips, and you can talk to them and make them feel comfortable coming to the to the I family have event. Made,
0: uh, a number, so who told me this? Uh, Mike Madden, Fritz Madden taught me a cheese dip from many years ago that goes with with uh, steak. With it was it was tips. It's it was a uh, uh, gorgonzola cheese. And white wine, and something else all melted together, and I thought that's that's kind of a weird combo. Oh man!
1: I could see it being good on a steak. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, yeah. And this was tip, so you know it was an appetizer. Grab your fork, grab a steak, dip it in the sauce. Here's your recipes. It was really, really good. I don't have the I don't have the recipe memorized. Cranberry cob trifle.
1: Trifle. That's a fun one because it's layered. That one's really easy it's to pretty. do. It's yep, very pretty. Uh, Cobb trifle here so this one here um I can go ahead and read this recipe out this one's fun um so the yield on this one's eight to ten servings so it's going to be a houseful here
0: and another good thing I can mention it's a great way to get rid of the cranberries that you don't like that everybody else does like and there's leftovers so you can use up your leftover cranberries and not feel bad that you're just throwing them away
1: yeah, and it's not going to overpower the show here because you got so much going on. Um, so we have four cups of walnuts on this, three cups of sourdough bread um, cut into cubes. Those are going to end up getting toasted, so there are croutons in this dip. Good. Uh, two cups of sour cream, one cup of mayonnaise, uh, the zest of one lemon or the juice, uh, or both if you like. Uh, half a cup of fresh parsley roughly chopped um, one bunch of scallion so there's gonna be quite a bit of scallion in there and that's gonna be one of the prominent flavors which is which is great and fun.
0: Well and scallion is just super light onion you know, yeah oniony flavor but not like
1: it's not overpowering it's not gonna be spicy yeah no, no, uh, no won't take your breath away so should be good there. Um, then we have uh, salt and pepper to taste on that. And then uh, four cups of shredded skinless boneless meat from a rotisserie chicken, and I threw this one in because I am one of those guys where if I let's say I'm at Sam's Club or uh, I, I just wander through different places and they have the rotisserie chickens, rather it be cold, even sure. Quick Trip. Um,
0: and, they, and theirs are on sale on Mondays. Oh, well, hey, perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, So keep rotisserie that in mind.
0: Chicken from Quick Trip's on sale Mondays.
1: Yeah, just just for pick that bucks. chicken and use it for this dip. Um, so it'd be four cups of the shredded boneless. Uh, Chicken meat from rotisserie, or, yep. or, or if you just have shredded chicken, even canned, fine. Uh, two tablespoons of Dijon mustard. No, Did
0: you say canned?
1: Canned chicken no. can work for this dip. Okay, but I
0: don't
1: think so. Huh? <laughs> you, you can season it up how you like. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> but uh, definitely try to get the rotisserie chicken for the nice tenderness there. Uh, so two cups of Dijon mustard, a cup of... Uh, no, two tablespoons. Or two not tablespoons two of Dijon Uh, One cup of olive oil, two cups of crumbled blue cheese, two cups of chopped celery. You can cut that down if you're not a big celery fan, which I am not. You can cut that down to one cup. It's great for texture in this dip. And then one and a half cups of dried cranberries, uh, sweetened dried cranberries. Or you can do fresh in here. And if you do fresh, I would say hit them with a little bit of sugar. You want them to sweeten down a little bit. Okay. And then uh, you, you go ahead and preheat your oven, you uh, know, 400, 425 to uh, get your croutons going. Whisk together the sour cream mayonnaise, the lemon zest uh, and juice, parsley, scallions, whisk everything together with your salt and pepper, set that aside, uh, get that chicken pulled, uh, mix the chicken with the sour cream, bring in the uh, quarter teaspoon of salt and a few grinds of pepper to the chicken as well. Process that until like a chunky puree, not completely pureed. Uh, Rinse out the food processor, add the bread, toasted bread to that with the walnuts, um, the Dijon mustard, and uh, a little bit more salt. Process that until it resembles, again, more of that chunky is what you're looking for, not completely pureed. Mm -hmm. Um, And then drizzle olive oil while the motor is running for that, which is going to kind of thicken it just a little bit. And then uh, assemble everything in layers in a, a trifle bowl or a large uh, clear glass Sorry, bowl. I
0: was just going to say something clear glass.
1: Yep, served with crackers or uh, crostinos or whatever you like there. Do you
0: need to refrigerate this so it will all glue together or we eat it right away?
1: Um. You know, I didn't I didn't put anything specific on the recipe. You can eat it right away. If you want to refrigerate it, that's fine too. It's just going to.
0: You came in for more. Yeah. No, I didn't even get any of the. Well, you didn't. You were in here. I know I had a meeting. Ah, uh, Brian
1: missed out on the soup. That's, that's okay. We have, the, we have the recipe here, Brian. Make
0: I'll your own. It.
1: There it is. So Brian's gonna be at the show.
0: Oh, awesome. Good deal. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Awesome. Okay, so then put it all together. Put it in the refrigerator if you want to, or serve it right away.
1: Yeah. And yep. Absolutely. Great fun dip. Holiday dip, and you can also utilize some of your leftovers for this one. Uh, let's say you did you did turkey. You can use turkey for this. You don't yeah, have to be specific. Yes.
0: But then you're gonna end up with chicken or turkey that tastes way better than turkey out of a can. So, I, read,
1: I, I, I have I have that. white chicken can? in, in cans and I'm always thinking of ways to use those up. Yeah. I so would too. think about a dip. Right. <laughs> People are
0: gonna serve in a blindfold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got a question for you because I run into this often uh, uh, in browning, browning meat, and then and browning or or uh, uh, toasting onions. Do you add raw meat and raw onions together to brown, or do you do it a different way?
1: I guess it depends on how I want my onions to be cooked. If I want them to be cooked down, let's say I'm making a barbecue for barbecue sandwiches, uh-huh. I want the onions to basically dissipate. So I'll throw them in with the raw meat and cook them basically down to nothing. Okay. But if I want them to be that extra crunch and whatever that is, let's say it's taco
0: meat, then sure. I'll fold them in later. Do you? And my, I always wondered if you're putting onions and, and raw meat together and browning it, and then you pour off the grease... Aren't you also pouring off delicious onion? Yeah, you are goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely are. Okay, There's some right. love there. Well, yeah, I'm, I love onion flavor, and I thought I'm I'm I don't want any grease, but I'm I don't want all that onion flavor to go down the kitchen sink or into a jar and out into the garbage. No, no, yeah. I should stop that right away. I do not pour grease down the kitchen sink. <laughs> Definitely do without text hot me. water running I at the not, same time. No, no. That's not. It doesn't, you know, that's a funny thing. <laughs> I've read a lot. of, and, and those of you who think I'll run hot water into the disposal, pour the grease in there with the disposal running with the hot water, and then it'll all go down the pipe and disappear, and it'll be awesome because I'm smart. No, no, that's dumb because the disposal thing spreads all that grease around the inside of your disposer. And it runs down inside the pipes as far as it can go, till the hot water isn't hot anymore, and then it starts to coagulate on your pipes way down the pipe. It's very true,
1: very and then true. Pretty
0: soon you end up with a clogged up pipe, and the plumber who comes to fix it for eighty bucks just to just to come to your house is eighty bucks, and then more than that because it's going to take two hours, and he's going to say it's grease. Yeah. Yeah. Pipe yeah. was plugged. More often
1: grease. than not. Pour yeah. that
0: into a glass jar. Heck, I've put it. I've run out of glass jars. Put it into anything that won't melt when you pour the hot grease in it, and take that hot grease out to the garbage, and uh, and throw it away.
1: Right, and you can you can freeze it as well. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? And then discard it. Did Brian
0: yeah. say, come on over and have, you yeah, should did, go in there and have soup? eat it all already? Yeah. <laughs> it it,
1: oh, it got killed. It's, yeah, it's 10 I minutes to 11. Yeah, <laughs> the recipe. Yeah, yeah. I know. I got in late today. so. Well, oh, recipe. Yeah, yeah you got a recipe for yeah. it here. All right, cool.
0: Let me make a copy. What's really sad no, You can is, have that
1: one. Is, oh, all right. Yep.
0: Perfect. Have that one. Yeah, Brian came in and said, oh, man, that smells good. It looks delicious. <laughs> I have a meeting. I'll be back. Forty-five minutes later, he came back <laughs> yeah. to see all the empty bowls. Oh, uh, that's too bad. But, yeah, I'm going to make this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's enjoy really, It's a good really, one. You're welcome. Really, really good. All right, I got a little business to take care of. We'll be right back. Chef Sean McManus uh, on Cooley Region Cooks. He is Savory Creation and the host of the Holiday Cooking Show that's uh, co-hosted by yours truly, December 1st, 5 till 7, at the Black River Beach Community Center.